the old COVID, and I think also this is what people are getting a little confused about, because COVID-19, <clears throat> which is called COVID-19, um, CO, Corona, VI, virus disease, COVID, mm -hmm. COVID-19, because it was, it, we learned about it in 2019. 2019. That does not exist anymore. Exist. People just get that out of their minds. That is, that is long since gone. Mm -hmm. To be replaced by Alpha and Beta and Iota and Gamma <laughs> and, <laughs> and Lambda. Lambda is an <laughs> But Delta is the one that we have to really worry about now. This is Tokyo Tonight. tonight yeah no we wanted to bring you on just because everything that's been going on with covid and stuff and i met you over the pandemic because of tom because you guys have an awesome show yeah called facts not fear right yes yeah, yeah exactly, Got it right. exactly. Okay, Which, unfortunately or fortunately because um i think the world of tom i think our show might be uh making a resurgence <laughs> making <laughs> a big comeback yeah. mm -hmm. so. resurgence is such a loaded word i know i know yeah. yeah i know it is a shame that you guys have to come back and and uh but it, but yeah. it's nice to have you back yeah yeah it'd be nice to be back i think yeah. i think the whole idea of the show was to make it so that people don't look at this as a fearful thing but it's just something that they need to be educated on and be as yeah. safe as possible with and yeah heather has all this knowledge i'm just good at helping convey it over to the normies don't don't be fooled like, <laughs> Tom is like in the elite of public health experts now particularly <laughs> so he knows what he's talking about yeah. i i felt like a hybrid of john Polveromo and you are uh last night maybe it was somebody tweeted something right and i never get into these tweet discussions like john does right and i found myself getting swept up in one because somebody had made a comment about the uh and this is our perfect segue because this is what john wanted to talk about about joe rogan's comments right yes so uh, my retort was i guess if you get enough followers you become an expert in in any uh in on any topic so somebody had like a nasty comment back at me, right? Yeah. I was like, who is this Dr. Orange Bitcoin or whatever the person was? And I was, and they were like, or, or uh, you just follow things that you think are true and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, no, I agree with you. I'd prefer to, and this is where I call it the hybrid of Heather. I was like, I prefer to read peer-reviewed, unbiased articles to get my information. How about you? Right. And then they just kind of cursed me out and said, just don't try to tell me what to do. And wrote me up. I'm like, I'm done with Twitter. Which, yeah. well, well, which by the way, is so funny because I love the don't try to tell me what to do thing. You know what? We nobody. I wouldn't give a fuck what anybody did. I, I love that it's become a freedom issue because I feel the same way about this that I did about smoking. You know what I mean? What if smoking only fucking killed you? Have at it. Light up 20 packs. I don't give a fuck. But the fact that it interferes with everybody else's lives kills other people i don't want to shorten my lifespan because you're a fucking moron i will acknowledge that there are stupid people but just go live your stupid fucking lives and don't affect me but covid unfortunately affects us all 
Yeah, I mean, it's an exquisite argument. And I sometimes think that people kind of don't understand the public part of public health because <laughs> the public part of it means they're the public and they are impacted by what yeah. you're doing and what's going on. And, you know, it's interesting because in public health, I say this a lot. I'm looking at my textbook over there. But, uh, you know, my textbook two years ago, the bulk of the textbook for my law school class focused on things like obesity and diabetes and a little bit of smoking, um, soda ban. That was a big debate, right? The soda ban. And should people not be able to <laughs> you know, Now it seems so quaint, right? It's like yeah. the soda ban was like the hot public topic of our time. But right. you know, four or five years ago, the public health issues we were dealing with, public health had sort of kind of slid in a little bit away from itself because we were really dealing with things that, to your point, weren't really hurting anybody in the short term, right? I mean, like, if you wanted to get that extra, like, you know, big gulp soda, okay, not mm -hmm. great for you, but I can watch you do it and say that's a bad <laughs> move and I keep yeah. the movement. But that's a very different thing than somebody smoking next to you or obviously somebody who actively has COVID and decides to, like, go out in the world and live in their best lives and then, yeah. you know, you have to suffer for it. So, you know, I think the continuum of, of what we mean by public health um, shifted over the last hundred years when we didn't have, a, you know, a 1918 pandemic. And now the pendulum has swung back um, to, but I think what we're seeing is people who've been living in this hundred year bubble of soda bands. And they're like, I should be able to drink my soda if I want to. That's public yeah. health. No game, but <laughs> you know the only a little different than COVID. Yes. So I, I, I think that's what people are reacting to, is that civil liberties, public health argument they've been hearing for a hundred years, but we've been using it for soda, right? And French fries or freedom yeah. fries, whatever it's, we're calling them. Yeah, exactly. It's weird to <laughs> conflate the two. Issues. Is that so, so? I feel like as a public health expert, that has to frustrate the shit of you is that that people aren't having honest arguments about it. Because how are you able to? you know, talk to people about what they need to be doing when they're arguing the wrong thing? Um, it's very challenging. And so then th this is actually, you know, we've talked a bunch about the research that I'm doing. You know, one of the research topics that I'm looking at is people's personalities and how that impacts on their desire to engage in certain behavior or not. Mm -hmm. Certain personality types um, are just, you could tell them a million times they should wear a mask and they're just not going to. And other people, and you, we both know all these people, right? Other people, you could yeah. say you need to wear a mask and they're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Right. They don't, they're not going to ask anything. They're not going to question it. They're just going to put their mask on and right. you know, walk down the street. So, you know, in terms of, it's not so much that it frustrates me, although it, it, it can be a little uh, disconcerting now that we've been in this for like 18 months. Um, but I, it's more in my mind, you have to figure out the right messaging for your audience. And unfortunately, or mm -hmm. you know, it's not really unfortunately, it's just how people are. Lot, there's lots of different messaging that you have to get out there to appeal to different people. So I, I, I don't know if I was telling you the story, but in class a couple of months ago, I showed this video. It was a, it's a PSA that Jill Biden did with her dogs about COVID. Mm -hmm. And uh, I showed it in class and I said to my students, what do you think about this? And one the first hand was the student who was just like, that's a ludicrous PSA. Like, 
who is going to care what happened to your dog with COVID? Like anything about dogs? Like where is the data? Where is the science? Where right. Like that's not there. Yeah. The next hand that goes up, I actually totally disagree. I like dogs and I care what happens to them. And if I see that, you know, if you're dead, nobody's going to be able to take care of your dog. That actually has an impact on me. I, mm -hmm. you know. It, it resonates with me. And so the class was kind of split with half the class being like data, data, data. And then half the class being like, oh, fudgy, fudgy, woogie, woogie, woogie. <laughs> that's a really good example of a PSA that at the same time that it can speak to some people, repels other people. So that's more how I see it. It's, you got to figure out, you know, okay, you, you might have to have seven or eight public service announcements that appeal to a wide range of people before you hit... Right. 72% of the population. Um, but do you think there's a problem with how many of those there are? Because, you know, the problem is that it, I wish that, like, the dog people would see the dog PSA and the kid people would see the kid PSA, yeah. you know, like, and that kind of thing. Because I feel like the problem is that we see a lot of them and they see it as a uh, tactical maneuver to get people subjugated instead of, hey, look, the society is fractured and we're trying every way we can to appeal to different parts of the country. And, in, but instead they see it as a threat. I mean, that's like, right. You know, uh, it's, it's frustrating because that's why there's the dog, like the people are like, I don't give a fuck about dogs. And it's like, now we got to figure out what this asshole cares about. And then, but the problem is, is at what point do you go, all right, I don't give a fuck about their individuality and what they care about anymore. And now we're going to do what we need to be done to survive. Like, I feel like that's what Vax passports have kind well, of become. Right. So, so, you know, now we're at a place where, right. Do you, do you basically make people do, I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I, public health at its, at its most basic is a, a, a argument, a civil liberties argument. So it's, um, you know, do you, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, you know, the, the, it makes the a good question point. is, do people have the ability to exercise their civil liberties unfettered or does the government have the right to come in and um, truncate them somewhat? They, then the Supreme Court decided this. I, Tom and I talk about this case all the time on our cast. It's called Jacobson v. Massachusetts. It's a 1905 case. It dealt with uh, a man named Jacobson, shockingly, who didn't <laughs> want to get the smallpox vaccine. And the right. question was whether or not the government had the right to either fine him um, or incarcerate him for not getting the smallpox vaccine. And the answer was yes. Yes, they did. Yeah. They did. Um, now, that case didn't go so far as to say, and the government had the right to mandate that he get um, the smallpox vaccination, but implied in that case was that the government potentially could fine you such a right exactly. So mm -hmm. yeah, so now we're in an uncomfortable place because you know uh, certain people just didn't want to do certain things. That now the population as a whole um, is getting to a point where they're going to be mandated to do these things if they want to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which you know, go, go to dinner uh, which yeah which by the way i feel like at this point in time is perfectly fucking reasonable it's been over over a year almost close to two years we've given them every opportunity to abide by the rules abide by the mask mandate try to stay locked down we never had a real lockdown we never had a full lockdown because there were morons still 
fucking opening their businesses and then, you know, protesting outside of gyms and stuff and, you know, traveling and all that other shit, you know, screaming outside of a Fuddruckers that's been closed for six years anyway. You know, all that other shit. They've been doing that incessantly. So we never had a real lockdown. And then, you know, and then on top of it all, all of us went and signed up for the for the vaccine. And, you know, and then in spite of people doing the right thing at the end of the day, you know, they we we offered them free beer, fucking trips to Disney, a hand job, you know, like whatever. And it's like enough. They've they've had plenty of offer. Nobody got off of the hand job. Uh, you all don't know the dude on. You, you guys don't know the dude on. O- only your Avenue. doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't. You guys don't go to the doctor in the alleyway on Thirteenth Avenue, uh, Broadway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's you know it, it's insane, and I feel like now you know. I'm the, I'm the least government overreach person imaginable, but I, I feel like, you know, it's not about the government. Like the government does have to step in now, but it has to step in on behalf of the educated <laughs> and on behalf of scientists. Uh, and, uh, you Wait, know, he's, he's a rogue primary care practitioner. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's also a friend of the channel, but he's a, he was a military guy and he said, mm. boo hoo. He's like the military has been making me get shots for oh, decades. Well, and nobody I mean, ever said, he, yeah, it's a fabulous point. I mean, you know, there are certain sectors where you just really don't get a choice in much of anything. The military is an excellent example of that, where you're serving your country and you you do what you're told. And that's primarily so you can safeguard other people. I mean, you, you can't have people sort of running around talking about, I'm not going to do this and I'm going to live my best life in the military. We'll all be dead. So right. you know, yeah. the certain, certain sectors where th- th- there's even less ability to talk about your civil liberties you don't yeah. really have very many <laughs> yes yeah, yeah, exactly. six experimental anthrax shots <laughs> exactly <laughs> and and the funny thing is is that these people that are protesting it and talking about freedom and all that other shit are fucking cowards they're ballless wonder because the military has had to gone through have to have to go through that and they're the ones who see themselves as they do anything for the country, they're patriots, they're going to fight for the country, and they won't do the simplest fucking thing they can do. They wouldn't sit on their asses over the pandemic and collect unemployment or or just do whatever they could do like the rest of us did to find a different way to make money. Um, and, you know, and they also won't get the vaccine. It's insane. I mean, you have to have at least five. Am I right? Is it still five or whatever to fucking go to kindergarten? Right? Like you need to show you. Oh, we've always had to show papers. Oh, the uh, vaccinations. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I see, you know what, you know, I, as a public health person, I think the thing that I find completely amazing about this whole scenario. And again, you know, if you'd asked 10 Americans three years ago, what is public health? I, nine would have probably said, I don't know. And the 10th one would have been like, uh, is it a TV show? So, you know, I, I think most people had no, um, yeah. So most people didn't really have had neither an idea nor a desire to know about public health and what it means in their lives. But mm-hmm. public health is everything. I mean, you know, that's a great thing about being in public health because you can kind of like point to anything and be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it works very well for me. Um, but, you know, exactly this notion that we haven't already had our civil liberties infringed through any manner of public health initiatives. And people don't get tons and tons of vaccines all the time. I mean, you know, the anti-vaxxers have been screaming about vaccines for forever. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, it's 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 very interesting to me that um, people just slough them off as you know crackpots and right. idiots. Um, but you know, in terms of you know the arguments they were making, which I don't agree with a lot of them. But they were making some interesting arguments that now all of a sudden everybody's an expert on, right? And now yeah. everybody is like the next civil liberties lawyer and everybody wants to talk about, you know, their their rights and what vaccines they shouldn't be getting. But we've been getting them all for forever and ever. And people were just going off to Mets games and Yankees games. I don't know why they're going to Mets games. But Mets games <laughs> and Yankees games and, you know, hockey games or wherever they were going, not really thinking about it. And yeah. now all of a sudden, liberties are being infringed. But, you know, it's this is not people's first time at the rodeo, even though it's the first time for a lot of people that they're t- paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it's weird. You know what? The only thing I don't like, I don't mind people choosing their own way to die. I just don't like when it's chosen for me. And I feel like we're just always heading in this direction. Like, you know, I mean, I keep listening to scientists or whatever, people who are like, we've got climate, you know, everything's on fire. New Jersey has fucking tornadoes now every day. You know what I mean? Or whatever. It's insane that we never had them before. And then on top of it, though, I think more than anything else, the resentment I have is toward being dragged out by the dredges of society. Uh, you know, basically into another COVID spot. They don't even think that, like somebody had said to me, can you uh, please debunk this in the, in the only way you can, uh, which is always amazing, is that uh, some idiot was saying the uh, vaccines are causing the variants. I don't even know how to begin to unpack what? the variants. The vaccine vaccine. Causing- Have you heard that one yet? Yeah. I, I-, <laughs> I, I try, I, you know, I couldn't. I could, yeah, I couldn't explain it in a sign, but I was like, you, I'm like, you do understand how viruses work, right? Like, no, like, they don't. Uh, apparently, they don't understand that. Yeah, exactly. I'll leave it up to because I, I like, I, I can't. I fucking can't. Okay, so it's it's actually pretty, pretty straightforward. So, um, virus, it, you get infected with a virus, right? Mm-hmm. And when you get infected with the virus, um. It, I I call it a carbon copy, but then I realize a lot of people of a certain age probably don't know what that is. Like, I, I never actually seen like a carbon copy, but right, right, right. For old timey people, it's not just the CC on emails. There used to be this <laughs> a black sheet of paper that was called a carbon copy because it was the way that old timey people made Xerox copies. Like before right. you had a Xerox machine, you would like put the little black piece of paper in between two pieces of paper, and it would create something that looked like the version you had been writing on the original but it was not exact there were mm-hmm. like glitches with it and so forth that's how you should think of a virus when it goes from one person to the other so when a virus goes from me to you it doesn't exactly replicate the same so there's little differences and little mutations but the vast majority of time it doesn't matter because yeah. it's things that don't make the virus any worse it doesn't even really do anything it's just it does what it does so that just happens just when it goes from one person to another but every once in a while when you get the virus that replicates from person a to person b mm-hmm. it creates a mutation that's significant enough that it actually changes the very nature of the virus itself now that we can call that a different strain or we can call it a variant. They're kind of interchangeable. Strain is usually something vastly different than the original variant. It's still within the same family of the virus, but strain, variant, they're somewhat interchangeable. But let's say variant. So now you have this variant. And then the variant, if it is 
uh, able to be robust enough, it winnows out all the other previous viruses that were the, the one that came before it, and it becomes the dominant variant. So that's what, so the old COVID, and I think also this is what people are getting a little confused about, because COVID-19, <clears throat> which is called COVID-19, um, CO, Corona, VI, virus disease, COVID, mm. COVID-19, because it was, it, we learned about it in 2019. 2019. That does not exist anymore. Exist. People just get that out of their minds. That is, that is long since gone. Mm-hmm. To be replaced by alpha and beta and iota and gamma <laughs> and, <laughs> and lambda. Lambda is an extra But delta is the one that we have to really worry about now, right? Mm-hmm. So delta and all the variants before it were stronger and more robust and from an evolutionary standpoint, better than its predecessors. So it took care of the others and now it's, the new game in town. Um, and that's that's how you get variants, which, you know, viruses mutate, as I said all the time, a variant is going to be something that's going to be a step above um, your normal garden variety uh, mutations. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, all variants have multiple mutations. So right. the alpha variant in that came out of the UK had over a dozen mutations. The ones we cared about were two or three of the mutations that made the spike protein um, able to penetrate cells better. And it made it, I, I always do this, Tom seen me do it before, it made it stickier. So okay. it, like stickier <laughs> it stuck better to cells, so it made right. it stickier. Um, but th- that was alpha. But even the alpha variant is no match for the delta variant. Wow. And the, so another thing I was going to say too, before we, oh, cause I would like to talk about the other variant as well, but, um, this, these variants would not have been, I, I think there wouldn't have been as many if people had just locked it. Like, we could have stopped the variants. Okay. So you, you bring up another good point. So the thing about variants, um, another thing we should know that this is where it gets to me, particularly scary. Um, I wish I didn't say scary. That's a harsh word to use. Uh, concerning. <laughs> Where this gets concerning for me is we see variants in people who are on, usually you see them in people who are unvaccinated or people who are immunocompromised. Okay. And there's been interesting case studies of people who have very weak immune systems and they can throw like dozens of variants within their own body. Mm-hmm. So these people who have COVID for like 100 days, 150 days, they can't shake it. They just have COVID. These are the people who are getting multiple variants at the same. So they might have they might have COVID and then they get then a variant and they still have COVID and then another variant pops up and another variant. It's the people who either are immunocompromised and they have COVID for like 100 days. And they, they're just popping off variants and those variants are making their way into society or people who are unvaccinated who are, remember again, when you get COVID and you give it to somebody else, there's a little bit of mutation. 
But the people who are giving it to other people who are getting COVID, especially the unvaccinated who are getting way worse COVID, these are the people, that's how variants are created. And not from the vaccine. Thank you. It's from the people who now have gotten COVID and they, because of the little mutations, they have a couple mutations that are really, really challenging that turns into a variant. And those people who now have COVID create within their own body. So a variant always just starts with one person. Mm -hmm. It starts with one. And you get a variant from one human being, and then it goes to other people. So a variant always starts with one person. It starts with people who are not safeguarded against the virus, and it replicates to other people because it is um, has an evolutionary advantage. Thank you. See, that that was beautiful. So now let me ask you this then, because I'm just going to keep asking you questions that clear things up for me, because these are conversations I've been having with people. I had a friend who got COVID, right? And this is before the vaccines were doled out. She, you know, she was doing basically where they were doing like, well, I'm following the CDC guidelines. I'm yes. wearing that. But the what problem is, is they were still, yeah, they were still just in groups. So they were putting themselves in positions where they were, yeah. they were around people they didn't know. She wound up getting it. She wound up giving it to her whole family. They've sure. all got it. Sure. She is a, she got her first vaccine. Uh, while she has a thing where, you know, she winds up passing out. She gets stressed out. She's always had that her whole life. She has like a seizure. She okay. passed out. So f- she was okay. afraid to get the second one. She's lost mm. the timeline, right? Like basically it's been without, what is it? 48 days or something like that. We're 42 like 42 for uh Moderna. 42 uh, for Moderna. It was, well, but, well, you have to get with it. You have to get Moderna within 28 days. You have to get five for 21 days. And then you're fully vaccinated within 42 days. For, right, um, Moderna. She only got the first vaccine. She never got the second, and it's oh, been she's well over. Out, of, out of window. Out of window. Let me ask you this now, because this is what I, I kind of heard mixed things on it, and I don't know what the real thing is. You are, if you've had COVID already, the whatever version of it that they had, right. they 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 got really bad cases, the whole family, but they wound yeah. up making it out of it. I think it was it was very much towards the end of it, like right before you could get the vaccine, right? I think you were they were just doling it out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they got it. If yeah. they wind up getting the Delta as well, is that a, a, a bad cocktail, basically? Like, because I think they believe yes. that they have an immunity towards this mm-hmm. new, not a complete immunity, but like they're going to be okay because they've already dealt with it. That's a misconception, right? That's a misconception on a number of levels. So one, it's a misconception because depending on when you had, so let's say you're one of the, I call them the early adopters of COVID. (laughs) (laughs) The early adopters in like March 23rd. I knew you'd like that. (laughs) That's fantastic. You're an early adopter of COVID in like March 2020, right? Well, we're in August of 2021 right now. So the notion that you still got a super robust immune system 18 months later, right? Maybe you do, but I sure would want to hang my head on that. So yeah. that's the first thing. With and right. we're talking about if you had COVID in March 2020, you had you had COVID 19. Mm-hmm. You had the novel remember the novel coronavirus? Yeah, yeah. It's not novel anymore. Okay. So you had the <laughs> novel coronavirus, that's what you had. But it's like it's like having a cold versus coming up against like you know, Godzilla cold, like you, you, you it's, not, right. it's not gonna work out well for you. All right. So now, but, but, okay. But even if you were still dealing with a novel coronavirus, COVID-19, 18 months is a very long time. So, yeah. you know, are you going to have antibodies at the same level that you did in March, 2020? Of course you're not. No. Mm-hmm. Now you, you, so there's, there's 
T cells or B cells, the, the body remembers diseases, right? Yeah. That's the beauty of the body. It does remember, it remembers. So if you, if you were presented with the Delta variant 18 months after you had the novel coronavirus, would your body remember that? It probably will recognize something similar. Again, your body's like, I remember this and this fucking sucked. <laughs> I'm giving up. I'm shutting down. I want no more part of this. Yeah, yeah I can't exactly. believe you did this to me again. We're getting I, the fuck out of here. There you go. Exactly. So your body might help you out. And you know, it 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 might it might, you know, sort of like get an immune system response going. Mm -hmm. Might be okay. You might not be okay. Again, people's immune systems are different. All immune systems are not created equally. Right. So some people, they're, they, you know, these people are like, I never get sick. You know, that's great for them. Um, other people are not so lucky. So a lot of it has to do with how good is your immune system? You know, are you sick? Do you have underlying diseases? So mm -hmm. forth. But then to your point, we're now in the realm of the Delta variant. So would I trust my COVID-19 March 2020 disease up against the Delta variant? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be comfortable right. hanging my hat on the fact that I had COVID 18 months ago or even a year ago, and I'm going to have the same robust immune uh, response that I had a year ago, and it's going to be a response to the Delta variant. So right. for all those reasons, I wouldn't sort of be patting myself on the back if I had COVID saying, oh, I'll be fine. And I think we've all heard of people who have had COVID more than once. Mm -hmm. um, so for all those reasons, I would, if, if I had had COVID, it would, I would not, uh, that would give me small comfort up against uh, the Delta variant. Yeah. What's the, what's, what is the discussion like? I mean, among people who are basically like, cause it's getting close to the wire when it comes to getting as many people as we possibly can vaccinated. And then the idiots who don't want to get vaccinated. And then the people in the middle who, you know, have some concern, you know what I mean? Is there, is there just a, 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 like our public health officials and, and basically the scientists who are pushing for this kind of like, you know, fuck it. We're just going to implement whatever we can and put restrictions in place. And then until we like, is their main goal, like just get this fucking virus to go away and we'll deal with these lunatics afterward. Um, kind of, but now we've got a new problem and that Lambda is that, well, yes, well, Lambda, we have to talk about that too. So yeah. we've got a problem with Lambda, but even with the current um, Delta variant, even with COVID, you know, the the um, the uh, the vaccines don't necessarily stop you from getting COVID. Okay, so right. people who have been vaccinated um, are perfectly able to get COVID nineteen, and many people who are vaccinated have gotten COVID nineteen. The reason why the numbers aren't higher, and we don't know, is because a lot of people who have gotten vaccinated are not getting you know, tested anymore. They're yeah. like, I got the vaccine. I'm, I'm fine. I'm no longer worry about it anymore. And right. uh, in my mind, I'm not can't get it anymore. But that's, that's another reason why I'm always intrigued when, you know, somebody who's vaccinated is around other people who haven't been vaccinated. Um, both because if you have been vaccinated, and you have COVID, you know, you could give your five year old child. Yes. Um, COVID, you certainly could if you if you were if you were infected with uh, the the virus and 
you were around somebody who can't get vaccinated because if you're under 12 in this country, you can't get vaccinated. So a child who's nine years old, who's eight years old, who's five years old, who's around people, vaccinated or not, they are unfortunately vectors for the disease. They are, they are mm-hmm. primed for it. So by the way, if you don't, if you care about nobody else, uh, what you should care about is that you being vaccinated could be carrying the disease and people under 12 can't protect themselves. Right. There's no protection against COVID at this point. So right. even if you don't care about other adults, what you should care about are like babies. Babies can't get vaccinated. A, a right. newborn can't get vaccinated. There was so, a newborn that was born with COVID. There you go. Yeah, you go. first one. There you go. There you go. Okay. So, right. So for all, for all those reasons, the notion that, you know, people are somehow, uh, I, do you remember, I don't know if you ever saw the Wonder Woman, like the Linda Carter Wonder Woman, where she yeah. had the invisible jet and yeah. she was riding around. And so it was like Wonder Woman and the invisible jet, but you could still see Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Exactly. I say, that I feel like people act like they're Wonder Woman. You know, they're Wonder <laughs> Woman in the invisible jet and COVID is just going to bounce off their invisible jet and they're just right. going through like, but that's not how any of this works. You're right. not Wonder Woman in an invisible jet. You're mm-hmm. just your normal self living your life. You can get COVID, you can give it to other people and you can certainly give it to people who can't get the vaccine. And those are the, again, people who for whatever reason are not able to and people under the age of 12. So right. if nothing else, you should be worrying about them. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's um, <clears throat> that's what I was saying before when we were talking about the dog thing is like you would think at some point, because that's another thing, people in Avenue, people are trying to go down, which is like, hey, look, kids can fucking get this shit now. But the problem is we live in a country where, an you know, uh, an active shooter can march into a kindergarten class and murder how many fucking kids, young children, kindergartners, and the country's still like, don't know about the gun law thing. We kind of like our gun. So like, it's a, it's a hard sell, even with a COVID thing, unfortunately. It's the same fucking people though. It's the same people who don't care about the gun issue. Don't care about uh, COVID or any of that kind of shit, because they all think the, the craziest thing to me is the videos that I constantly see of people who bucked the fucking vaccine, didn't want to get it either straight up fucking dying from it. And the, or the people who have done that and have thankfully though, documented their uh you know covid until the very end until they passed away yeah. and a lot of people have been doing that and then that yeah. still doesn't seem to that's why i don't mind again the government stepping in in this instance because it's like because you know <clears throat> yeah. yeah it's like what the fuck are you supposed to do in that case you know what i mean like what what is anybody supposed to do now if if they've got people who are like actively like look i didn't want to get the vaccine either i miss my you know i'm never gonna get to see my wife again i'm dying of this thing and you can watch the i mean there's a few people who've done it who videotape themselves or taking photos and you see the whole and it's sad as shit and and they still don't do what needs to be done and now the the uh lambda variant that's out there is is that the one that they say that they're not because the delta one my friends got who were vaccinated they both had pfizer they were with coworkers who had not gotten the vaccine mm-hmm. and um, and not because they didn't believe in it. They were literally just too fucking lazy to get it. Like they, they just, they didn't get around to it yet and they meant to do it. They just didn't do it. And of course, so they were out or whatever. And uh, the, I think the husband or something like that got it. And then um, their friends who were vaccinated, wound up, my friends who were vaccinated wound up getting it. <clears throat> and the juxtaposition between the two, the unvaccinated who had to deal with the Delta variant, 
was like night and fucking day. Yeah, I mean, like my yeah. friend, I mean, even though like, you know, they had to go, my friend didn't have to go into the hospital who was vaccinated. She, but she was having cognitive issues. She was like, I literally cannot like, and she's super smart. And like, you know, she's got a great job and, you know, and everything like that. But she's like, I, man, I can't finish a sentence sometimes. And, or I don't know what I'm, you know, about to say or whatever. And she's fine. Like she's gotten over it. But the fact of the matter is, is that she's like, I don't know how long or what permanent damage it did. I hope it never comes back again. You know, it's, it's a fucking scary thing, but is the Lambda variant. We don't know if it's, if it's going to put people with, um, vaccine. Oh vaccine. no. Okay. So he said, based on what I said, people have no reason to get vaccinated. No, no. Have a very good reason to get vaccinated next year. It, it's the thing that John just said, which is, do you want to have a horrific outcome? that involves death right <laughs> or see here's the problem people who are vaccinated most of them don't know they have covid right that, that the, the good thing about that is it, the vaccines are working so well people are just plugging along and they don't know the bad part about that is they are vectors for passing the disease on to other people and the people who should be most worried about that are young people under the age of 12 and mm -hmm. people who are not vaccinated yeah, so if you've gotten the vaccine. The likelihood of you having some horrific outcome from COVID is actually pretty low. Now, yeah. I mean, you know, do, are, are there some of these? And the, the example I was given the Yankees who keep getting these outbreaks of COVID. Yes. Um, with their team being fully vaccinated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> oh yeah yeah but yeah but that is kind of funny because i was thinking the same thing as you explained but it's like how many times can you say like it's the funny thing is, is that between the vaccine and not getting it it's still the same as it's been in the beginning which is death or not death your options are wear a mask socially distance right. or wind up in the hospital and potentially die and then the same thing with the vaccine right. it's lessened uh like my friend when she she didn't know she had it until she got tested because she was just waking up. I mean, she has allergies like I do. She was waking up constantly congested, you know, maybe a little uh, pressure, like a headache kind of a thing. But if you've, you know, if those are the symptoms for the Delta variant and it's not because Delta apparently is not loss of taste and smell anymore, apparently. No, it's it's, some it's different. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. And then it's like so. And then the Lambda variant is like the other thing that I feel like that's, that's, is that's not the Colombian variant that's out now, though, right? No, the Lambda variant um, originated in Peru. And um, I, I, that's the one I personally think he's gonna. That's, that's you're, you're that was hilarious because your tone changed from, and you were like, "That's the one." I was like, "That's about to kill us all." That's you. You didn't say it, but like, that's your tone change. Yeah, that's, like, that's... Uh, it's, uh, it. So it does appear that it does appear possibly maybe that it has the ability to evade the vaccines. Mm -hmm. um, it also appears to be um, more penetrant, so it's just it's able to the the. Let me backtrack a second. One of the big issues with the Delta variant, which is why it's able to manifest itself in people who are vaccinated. Mm -hmm. It's because the Delta variant has a huge viral load. So when you get infected with the Delta variant, it has a it there's a lot of virus floating right. around in you, and there's a ton of virus floating around in your nasal passages. Right. So that's why 
when you have the Delta variant and you have been vaccinated, you're probably not gonna um, get sick, very sick. But what is gonna happen to you is you have enough fat, you have enough virus in your nasal passages so that when you sneeze and you spew um, fluids from your nose, people around you have a very good chance of getting infected. So that is all to say that, is... that um, the Lambda variant is all of that. Mm-hmm. And it it supposedly is all of that. And it also appears to be very good at evading both the vaccine um, and also some of the uh, immune gains that people have from having had COVID right. and from having been vaccinated for a while. That's why the Lambda variant, I would say, is very disturbing. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and Heather, <laughs> you know. we, yeah, yeah, on that. No, well, no here's the thing. Uh, we're going to do a part two if everybody's yes. up Great. later. Is everybody's up okay. later because uh, we, we got to get to more shit. Dystopia tonight.